how we came upon these facts is immaterial. Nor is it your honour that concerns me, but my daughter's. What matters, young man, is that you have practised upon us a gross deception. I swear I'm not illegitimate. Mr. Harris is indeed my uncle and nothing more. Whatever the truth of your birth, you are giving the impression that my daughter is a kept woman, when she is no such thing. If you truly love her and wish to continue seeing her, then you must forthwith publicly declare her status as your legally married wife. Knowing how she inwardly raged, I marvelled at my mother's composure, and keeping my own emotions carefully in check, I chipped in with a comment of my own. Either you agree to introduce me to your family as your wife, or I shall accept Mr. Garrick's offer and go on the stage after all. Perhaps a part of me still longed for the latter solution, but I was again disappointed. Tommy was instantly contrite. I confess I am nervous of offending my uncle. I need to be cautious, as he could well cut me out of his will altogether, should I marry without his consent. My husband looked so devastated, so anxious, that I couldn't help but feel some sympathy for him. Yet I pressed on. Since the deed is done, that is a risk you've already taken. Therefore, I insist upon my position being made plain. Would you prefer your uncle to discover that you had put me in the family way without the benefit of the church's blessing? All colour drained from his cheeks. You are not... It is difficult to be certain about such matters, I said, gently putting one hand to my flat stomach to deliberately imply that I might be. Why should I be the only one to worry? He did not know that my courses had come as normal this month. Mamma again intervened, her expression stern and unyielding. I will not stand by in silence and see my daughter's reputation irrevocably damaged, this marriage must be made public at once, or we will take the matter into our own hands and you will not like the repercussions. It will be your honour in ribbons then. Tommy swallowed, then grasped my hands in his. We will leave at once for Bristol. Once you are settled there, I will go on alone to South Wales to herald your arrival and prepare the way, as it were. I will return for you when I am sure you will be given a cordial welcome. This wasn't quite what I had hoped to hear. And how long might that take, pray? How am I expected to cope alone in Bristol? I had no wish for my relatives to see how I'd allowed myself to be duped by this man's lies. I shall see that you have a few guineas for your keep and the name of a friend you can apply to for more, if necessary. Turning to Mamma, he added, Then I will happily present Mary as my bride to my uncle. Splendid, Mamma said, and I shall accompany the pair of you as far as Bristol so that my daughter will not be left alone. There really is no need. I will take good care of her, Tommy protested. Mamma gave him a chilling smile. There is every need if you are to leave her unattended. While her father is absent, it is my responsibility to ensure that my daughter's honour is properly protected, at least until her new status is publicly acknowledged. Seeing that my mother would not be moved on this point, Tommy had little choice but to concede defeat and hire a carriage large enough for three. 
Tommy made something of a tour of our journey to Bristol, stopping off at Oxford to visit various colleges and pausing to admire the palace at Blenheim. I believe he was attempting to pacify my aggrieved mother. Once we arrived in Bristol, she took great satisfaction in meeting up with old friends and family again, and was determined to keep up appearances by presenting her new son-in-law as a young man of considerable expectations. For his part, Tommy wasted no time in leaving for Trigunta in Carmarthenshire as promised. After four months of marriage, I was growing accustomed to my new husband, to his inherent weakness and impulsiveness, and although love did not form the basis of our relationship, I did feel a certain sense of duty and honour towards him. He was not a difficult or an unpleasant man, if a rather foolish and devious one.